Welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We are bringing you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and I am actually going solo again tonight because Mr. Craig, I'll give you my news at the last minute, decides to go on vacation, is not able to find a stable connection up north in Michigan where he's at, and he is not going to be able to join me tonight. Fair enough to him. Enjoy your vacation. But I get to say whatever I want while you're not here. So we'll see what comes up during this episode. But lots going on, uh, especially today, recording here on Monday night. It was the day one of the Big Ten Media Days. Uh, A lot of different things going on. I guess to just kind of get conversation rolling here, uh, for other things outside of sports, many will know that it is Comic-Con going on, uh, has been going on recently, and so new movie trailers are coming out uh, as a result of that, and if you have not seen it, I get to talk about the cool stuff now, because Craig's not here. Craig is a big monster show, Godzilla, King Kong fan and everything, and so I'm going to do the talking about this this week so that he doesn't get to enjoy it, but there is a new trailer out for King Kong, and of all the people to be in it, He seems like he's in every other movie, every other kind of franchise. Samuel L. Jackson is going to be in the new King Kong movie. I mean, they've already had him with dinosaurs. They've had him with snakes on a plane. They've had him with Royale, with cheese. And now he's moving on to King Kong. Watch out, King Kong. Samuel L. Jackson's going to be coming after you but there were other great uh trailers out there dr strange with cumberbatch uh he also has new stuff coming out with sherlock holmes you guys don't enjoy that i really recommend that uh if you haven't seen it check it out uh great stuff right there and then superhero stuff i i was into the superhero stuff but it just got so oversaturated that i honestly have not kept up with it very well i'm interested to see dc um, compete with Marvel, but I really have not been up on it. I'm not um, saying I don't like it. I just, it's been oversaturated, so I haven't kept up with it. And it doesn't help when you have two small kids and you never get out to see the movies or anything like that. So that has kind of been uh, just a little bit of side information for you guys to kind of look forward to. A bunch of other movie previews out there as well. Uh, actually, kind of, I guess, one that I'll mention. I, I'm never really one a fan of redoing a story that's already been told um, by I guess with some of those um, myths and legends and things like that um, folk tales whatever you want to call it uh, you can tell interpret them however you want to but uh, new King Arthur kind of thing is coming out that looked kind of interesting so I recommend looking at that trailer as well but um, Before we actually get into football talk, I do want to do an announcement. Um, Been making a few changes to the website. Uh, All the hard work here by moi. Craig has been a lazy bum, so I've been doing it. No, actually, that's kind of on my shoulders and everything doing the website. But we have a a cool new thing up that we do want to let you know um, and kind of update you on just kind of things going on with the podcast with the Blue Brothers. So far, Craig and I have been putting our own time and money into this, and um, we're looking at maybe bringing new content to you guys, new opportunities, maybe doing things on site at Michigan games and things like that. 
and that requires equipment that we don't have. Right now we have good things, you, uh, we have good microphones, we have some computers and everything, some of it old, some of it new, uh, but fortunately all of it is working right now. I know that we've had our hiccups and everything, but I'm in a secluded room right now. I'm not picking up a lot of noise. So some of the stuff that we're gonna have to look into, especially if we're doing on site, is you have to have the right equipment to be able to pick up voices and not all the sound surrounding the individuals talking. That's just the, the start of it, but um, kind of the goal and everything that we're looking at is um, the stuff to get us going and maybe take us to the next level for bringing content to you, the Michigan fans, our listeners, is we're looking at around $750, uh, just like a rough estimate and everything. I've got a little bit set aside already to contribute to that, so if anyone is interested in just helping us along the way, we have a donate button on our site it goes through paypal paypal handles all the money so we're not like getting numbers or anything like that paypal everybody knows is a trusted source and works well so if you go on our website on the right hand sidebar column there is a donate now button you can go in there uh, every little bit is going to help uh, hopefully we're going to be able to get a little bit contributed before the season starts so that we can get things bought and ready for some hopefully live recordings and some different things at some games we'll keep you posted just want to let you know about that we've had some great fans some great followers and everything and so we wanted to make you aware of that uh, we just appreciate you guys listening in but as uh, things are kind of growing the blue brother sportscast as many of you know is part of the blue network all of this is just starting on its own it does not have uh, a financial base so this is uh, from scratch and uh, it's a slow well it, it's actually quite a fast progression Craig and I never anticipated that I would uh, catch fire this quickly so um, it's kind of a little hard to play catch up here and we're getting uh, kind of ahead of our schedule which is a good thing so we appreciate it all we wanted to let you know that you can check that out on the website um, so if you go there, you will find that. And uh, actually, a lot of great things to talk about. Uh, I'm going to bring up some stuff. Uh, we're going to try a new, uh, little bit of a new thing here when we get into the football conversation. Uh, but we're definitely covering the Big Ten Media Day, some things that were discussed, as well as some other announcements. So stay in there. Don't go anywhere. Okay, well, I'm back. Craig, of course, is not, as mentioned before, flying solo, so uh, Craig can suck it while he's on vacation, and uh, I hope you get a ton of mosquito bites while you're up north, and maybe you get sunburned too. <laughs> because actually, speaking of which, I was on a little trip over the weekend, but did not interfere with the podcast, even when I was in Florida, didn't interfere with the podcast, kept it rolling, kept it going, I'm committed I work hard, I tack this with enthusiasm, and Craig is old and take naps while he's on vacation. I guarantee that he's taking a nap somewhere sometime. Anyways, that, that's, my, that's my input and thought about Craig right now because I'm mad at him. But uh, <laughs> anyways, so we'll go ahead. Uh, I'm actually going to do a little bit kind of uh, a little public service announcement here. 
part of the goal of the sportscast, part of the goal that we've come together with, uh, with the Blue Network and everything, is we want to give credible information. We want to do a good job. We want to be a good, trusted source for fans. I mean, there are plenty of sources out there, actually, and uh, you can check them out. But there are certain ones that are not, that people are kind of not aware of. Um, some of it is minor. Some of it is absolutely pathetic. Um, but I am going to actually go ahead and talk about this on the podcast because I've seen so many things since we've been involved with the podcast on Twitter with uh, some of these accounts uh, and everything. I've set, talked about on Twitter, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Two accounts that have just come up time and time again that have just been stealing info, either taking people's tweets and not crediting them, um, which is really weird because sometimes they will credit them, sometimes they'll retweet them, but then other times they'll just blatantly steal somebody's tweet several hours after they tweeted it. It's it's kind of crazy. It's like, if it's okay to retweet one thing, why are you not bothering? Why are you taking time to take this? Because you have to blatantly copy, paste, and tweet something. It's not like you can accidentally take somebody's stuff and forget to credit them. So this is blatant stuff that they're doing. They're doing that. Some of them are spreading false information and trying to cause hype around their account or hysteria among the fans and things like that, um, claiming that they have false information. They've contacted some of the people that we know in the Blue Network saying, I have this information and then, uh, or this proof of something with a recruit or whatnot. And when asked to, for said proof, conveniently, either they don't have it or they can't produce it. So it's just all this hype and everything. I've directly been contacted by some, some things where it's just like, I have insider information where, yeah, it's just, it's annoying and it's kind of frustrating to see them get the attention that they do for the fact of the trash work that they're doing on Twitter. So the two accounts that I'm going to tell you guys to avoid um, is Michigan News 24-7 and Michigan Nation 2. At the end of it, the number 2. So Michigan News 247, Michigan Nation, and the number 2 at the end of it. Those two accounts just suck. Uh, I can't keep track of which one does what more, but one of them also, and actually I think both of them do this from time to time, they'll actually block other Michigan accounts, like credible Michigan accounts, reporters or bloggers or whatever, they will block them so they don't have access to what they're doing, which is kind of ridiculous because actually I've seen it where one sports writer or blogger mentioned that they were blocked by one of these accounts, but they kept getting tagged in tweets by them because they're crediting them for some of their material. What, what's the point of that? That is them taking information from other people and distributing it out without them being able to monitor it or be aware of it. So it's, it, it's a ridiculous system and it's trash accounts doing trash jobs of being on social media. So I really recommend avoiding these. I know that I'm blocked by one or if not two of them, because I have called them out and I have tweeted out proof of their trash work on Twitter and things like that. So I know I'm blocked by one, if not both. 
I do have an old account that I use. So sometimes I hop in there and I can see what's going on and they'll post false information and I will deliberately go and find the people who have replied to it like, oh, what's going on? Do you have more information? And I will tweet them information proof and just be like, this is a trash account. They steal information, blah, blah, blah. Just avoid them. I, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I cannot stress how frustrating it is to see these accounts have so many followers and so many people who are eating and digesting their crap information or stolen information. So that's a little public service announcement. I uh, hope you guys uh, take that to heart. And uh, I mean, it, like, it, it's tough because they do their, I don't know, it seems like they're doing it all day, every day where they're putting information out there, which some of it is legit, but some of it's not. So anyways, moving on, I'll end that. So on to some other stuff. Actually, um, going to do something new here, like I've been actually bringing up here, part of the Blue Network, Blue Brothers Sportscast, uh, working with the Blueprint and everything. Our uh, Blue Brother for the uh, Blue Network, uh, Rashawn Reeves, uh, does shout out for uh, recruits, gets them to, uh, you know, think about Michigan, consider it. Uh, we're going to kind of do a little bit of that too. I mean, we always recommend about not uh, – tweeting out at recruits and just like bugging them all the time but uh just showing some this is just showing them some love hopefully that they'll take some time to think and consider michigan we know some of them are some of them may not be very high on michigan but just uh just in conversations craig and i have and then talking with Rashawn, you know some players out there and these are i'm not coming out and saying that you know these are the only recruits that uh, that we have to get and everything. And I, I'm not, like, trying to exclude anybody. We're maybe going to be doing this on a weekly thing of just saying, hey, you know, you guys are great recruits. We hope you take a, take a look at Michigan. You guys are awesome players. So just kind of, like, getting into it. But I'm going to do a little shout-out here for a few of these players here. Drew Singleton from Paramus, New Jersey, Paramus Catholic. Uh, everybody should recognize the name of that school. He's an outside linebacker. Calling out also for Isaiah Wilson from Brooklyn, New York, uh, Poly Prep School, Offensive Tackle, uh, Cesar Ruiz, Bradenton, Florida. Actually recognize uh, that area there I am for IMG Academy. Uh, he's a center. Alex Leatherwood, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, school is Washington, Offensive Tackle. These are all 2017 recruits. Coaches, colleges, recruits. Uh, recruiters love what you do. You guys are beasts. These are all four-star guys. Uh, maybe some ratings are different on some websites and everything, but four stars. And I know that you guys see Michigan, and I just don't want you to breeze over what is happening at Michigan. I mean, I know some of you are looking at more than others maybe, but all of you have to recognize, have got to recognize, Harbaugh is doing some awesome stuff. He's doing unique things at Michigan. He's already had a great year. This next year coming up is going to just prove things even more. He's building a monster in Ann Arbor. And like Rashawn says, you know, he's building a monster. And when he likes to say, you know, when, when you're building a monster team, you need goons. I like it when you're building a monster, you need beast players. I mean, just watching some of these guys' videos, the way that they dominate on the field, I mean, it is just mind-blowing to think if we can harness these guys and get them together 
to come to Michigan, what would be capable for the team? I mean, we've, we've already seen one great class come in. We know that it's just going to get better and better because this staff that Harbaugh has is going to be gelling more and more through the years, and they are going to be going after the best, the smartest, the fastest, the most hungry players out there. And you know, you know that Harbaugh and his staff can get these players, can get you guys, these recruits, ready for the NFL. Best example, Craig always talks about it. Craig brings it up all the time. I guess I'll give one good credit to Craig right now for this entire show. Only one good thing. Craig likes to talk about Jake Rudock. Take Jake Rudock. If Jake Rudock did not come to Michigan, can guarantee he would not be in the NFL. Well, he would not. If he's in the NFL, if he had not come to Michigan, he'd be like on a practice squad, if that. But you saw him being a second-string quarterback at Iowa, Harbaugh bringing him in. You even saw the rough start that he had at the beginning of the season and the quick changes he made with him in a year, a single year. And he came in late. He was a grad transfer and came in late. And that total change, that evolution that he went through as a player, just amazing, outstanding. So many teams in the NFL were checking him out uh, with his abilities at the quarterback position. So you know that he's that Harbaugh and his staff are not just good at recruiting, but they know how to develop players and get the best out of them. So come on, give Michigan a good hard look. You know, just just don't overlook it. You know, take some time. I'm not I'm not here to tell you that I know Michigan is for you. I'm just here hoping and asking you to, you know, give some time, some consideration to Michigan. If you haven't gone to Michigan um, for a visit, check it out. Ann Arbor is a great town. Anybody in Michigan really can tell you that they love that town. It's a great college town, one of the best, if not the best college town in America. But it's time, like, just take time to check it out. And you know some great things are going on with the staff. You know some great things are going on at Michigan. In the end, it's your decision. And, you know, best of luck uh, at wherever you go, whatever you do. A couple schools may be excluded, (laughs) some rivals in there and everything. Or maybe if you're on the opposite side of Michigan. But, no, really, I mean, no pressure here. Just saying Check out Michigan. Don't don't overlook it. The Michigan fan base is awesome. Wolverine Nation is amazing. I mean, so many fans. Some of the road games that you would go on as a Michigan Wolverine, like uh, I've, I've heard it, I haven't personally witnessed, but Indiana or Maryland, different places like that, it's, it's like another home game. So many Michigan fans show up at so many of these games at so many places because they just love their Wolverines so much. So... Take some time, look at Michigan. You know something great is happening. As Michigan man Ray likes to say, Michigan is a special place for special people to do special things. So at least take some time, check it out. You guys are doing awesome work. Keep it up. I hope it all pays off for you. So just a little shout out to y'all. That's something that we kind of want to do, just a little highlight of some players. I mean, if, if uh, I'll go through it again. Uh, if you guys haven't checked them out, some great videos, some great recruits for the 2017 class. Drew Singleton, an outside linebacker. Isaiah Wilson, offensive tackle. Cesar Ruiz, a center. And then Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle. Check them out. Uh, 
great players, hard workers, just dominant in the game of football. So now kind of getting into uh, actual topics and talking about Michigan football and kind of what's been going on. So much happened today, as many of you can anticipate, because it's day one of the Big Ten Media Day. It's worked out great for us. Well, for me, since I'm working, Craig's not because he's a lazy bum. Um, worked out great for me because, you know, it's Monday. Michigan uh, and Harbaugh was on Monday where I'm recording tonight. Works out great. This will be coming out most likely Wednesday, maybe Tuesday if things line up well. So recap uh, a few of the things here. Uh, I'll kind of go over some of the general stuff before we get to the um, get to all the Michigan stuff. But the other coaches that uh, spoke were Pat Fitzgerald, if you don't know, for Northwestern. Chris Ash for Rutgers, that name has been mentioned a lot. Tracy Clays is Minnesota, and Drew Hazel, Purdue, and James Franklin at Penn State. I'll do a real quick shout of different things that happen. Chris Ash for Rutgers admits that there is no rivalry between Rutgers and Michigan yet. And so that causes Rutgers fans everywhere to lose their minds. So we're probably going to be hearing about this for a while again. Tracy Clays says that their goal is the Big Ten title and to graduate all their students. I'm sure Harbaugh can respect that. We'll kind of touch on the, that a little bit later. Drew Hazel is on the hot seat. He knows it, and he knows that he has to have a football team that actually shows up this year if he wants to keep his job. Someone else on the hot seat, James Franklin. He needs to actually produce something this year. That's not a shocker. He's at Penn State, and he really hasn't shown any results. A lot of high expectations, nothing to show for it yet crucial year for him. Pat Fitzgerald, don't worry. Northwestern likes him. I like him. He keeps the Wildcats relevant each year somehow, always does a really good job. Really entertaining games with Michigan, even if it is blowouts from time to time. He's not in the hot seat. I doubt that he's going anywhere anytime soon. I like him. Hopefully he stays there and keeps doing what he's doing. I didn't listen to everything that they said. I'm sure that there's other interesting material. Maybe we'll be able to gain some more and add it to later. Our main focus is Michigan and what happened today. And um, a lot of it, obviously, was surrounding Harbaugh, actually, because he's such a personality and people are drawn to him. And they know that talking about Harbaugh generates hits and he there'll always be something interesting to say. So... Probably chances are, if you Google Big Ten Media Days for 2016, day one, pretty much the only thing that might come up is Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he shows uh, he shows up, and uh, he's always got something going on. No khakis this time, but he was in a suit and a tie, and he decided to roll with the Michigan ball cap. Um, he was in a good mood, uh, got things kind of rolling. Conversations came up about his rap video and things like that. Um, but just going into some of the things that he specifically talked about, interesting things with the football team a question that's kind of been looming that people have been wondering about J.U. Chesson and his injury and how he's faring he's actually looking good Harbaugh is anticipating that he's going to be ready for fall camp so that is kind of a sigh of relief for the Michigan fans interestingly enough you would think that that would be huge because he was the number one receiver last year but Harbaugh went as far to say that Darbo is the number one receiver on the team. Uh, he, he definitely gave Chesson credit for last year. He said that him and Darbo have just kind of like 
been right there back and forth. Uh, he actually called it a uh, good-hearted competition between Gar Darbo and Chesson for the top receiver on the Michigan team. Um, but he just said that uh, Darbo had a really good spring. So, I mean, people talked about on Twitter, you can't deny it. I mean, with the receivers that we had last year with Chesson and Butt, with the way that they were so productive and everything, uh, but I know being a tight end and all, if Darbo steps up his game, that just could lead to huge possibilities. Uh, and just I, I, we saw his, his athleticism last year with the uh, one-handed grab that he had against BYU, so he's definitely got the potential and the ability to do things like this. But this could be huge. This could make it so that the uh, receiving core is even better than we anticipated. So that is exciting to hear from Coach Harbaugh. He overall said that it was a productive and uh, healthy offseason, things going well. He was, of course, questioning kind of what is anticipated, what can be seen for um, some of the incoming freshmen, if they're going to get uh, playing time or not. And he was saying that you'll know by your effort and your talent. Best players will be the starters, and it doesn't matter if it's a walk-on or a freshman. That is really great. We've known that since he's been there. It's competition with him. Uh, he says a lot of different things with competition, but that's something new that you haven't seen, that you didn't see with Hoke, and we've brought that up before. Hoke was one to... Um, uh, essentially cater to the upperclassmen or maybe cater to the person that had the most stars next to their name or something like that and uh, maybe be very influenced by outside um, outside input. Uh, there was always talk of wondering about uh, Brandon's involvement and everything with uh, watching film and all that. So I don't know the details, but it's great to see Harbaugh take control. It's all about the best players. Competition. And he, he goes into it further. He seeks for his players and his staff to get 1% better each day. He even said if it's even 0.01% better each day, that is worth the effort. And it's the notion that improvement will lead to success. He compared it to NASCAR, always bringing up different things. And it's great to hear what he says and the comparisons. But, you know, NASCAR will... The, the team will work tirelessly to find a way just to get one mile per hour faster. And he said, you know, that that's the thing. If you if we just have to do all this work just so that we can get 1% better, if it's 1% better by the day or 0.01% better by the day, you know, uh, it all adds up and eventually makes a difference. And uh, more about player competition, uh, he said, quote, you want to put them in as many – competitive situations so they can feel the joy and the thrill of competition. That's what football is all about. Why Why should competition just be on the field, our team versus their team? Now, of course, you don't want your team fighting against each other, but there is such a thing as healthy competition. It helps iron sharpeneth iron. Everyone is competing on every level and trying to make themselves better. They're just going to make the team as a whole better. He knows that. Some coaches, for some reason, don't really identify with that, don't really want to pursue that. I don't know. Uh, it seems pretty straightforward to me, but uh, he had that conversation today. He had fun conversations in, the, in there as well. One of the things that I picked up on, uh, he talked about the defensive coordinator 
Don Brown, uh, and the quote he says, uh, I just let up. Somebody says Don Brown. Somebody just says Don or Donnie. You know, I just light up. I get a big smile. I, he he is all about Don Brown, and that is great. I mean, you you really feel like he's fitting in. I, I mean, I, I have not seen a lot of conversations from Don Brown himself. I mean, he seems like serious, down to business, and he is there to get the work done. Jim Harbaugh seems to love him, the work that he's doing. I mean, you can't argue with the work that he's done. And uh, I know that it was recently mentioned by um, Michigan man Ray. He was talking about, yeah, and so many people have been saying it. Yeah, look at what Don Brown was able to do at the other schools where he coached. I mean, he was just at Boston College, and his defense was lit. He was doing a great job at Boston College. Boston College. I mean, think of the the other teams on that on maybe Boston College's level that are in the Big Ten, and that's saying, like, maybe he could have – had that success at with a defense of uh, I don't know in Indiana Purdue, uh, you know something someone that's not at the top of the conference, and now he's coming to Michigan with the talent that Michigan has. Peppers, for example, Harbaugh went all out talking about Peppers. He had great things to say and talking about the things that he's worked through and just that he's he has had a tougher road than most, and he has just been steadfast and he is a true competitor. And that uh, he was saying that he was on fire and always determined. And, you know, this this is one of the players, one of the players that um, Don Brown has. Don't forget about Jordan Lewis. And uh, he even brought up at one point saying that he wants some reps at receiver. So if you're, if you're saying with his abilities on defense, I, I don't know if that's really going to come to that. Because, honestly, I think that his – I don't know it. I haven't seen it. But – he is just such a great skill set at defense. I find it hard to believe that maybe his skills on offense would weigh heavily enough for him to be put on the other side of the ball. But, hey, I'm not the coach. I'm not the one seeing it day in and day out, so maybe uh, he can and he would. I mean, how insane would it be to see uh, players on both sides of the fields back and forth, uh, Peppers and Jordan Lewis? I, I mean, people were – trying to figure out how to handle Peppers. I mean, put Jordan Lewis on the other side of the ball. What are you going to do when Peppers and Jordan Lewis? You've got Peppers in the backfield in a running back position, and you've got Jordan Lewis out there playing wide receiver. People would lose it. I, I would not be surprised to see it. I don't think it would happen a lot, but who knows? We'll see. It'll be great, entertaining to watch. Trust in the coaching staff. All in. They know what they're doing. Great things with Don Brown saying that in the least. So, uh, yeah, it uh, the Big Ten media days were interesting. I mean, there was a lot that I, this was during the workday, which is always kind of unfortunate. Uh, I don't, I wasn't able to record it, but the videos are out there to watch. And so I was playing catch up all day. Um, and so that's the some of the highlights and everything from. The Big Ten Media Day. If anyone has any thoughts or input, I know there was some great conversation on Twitter. People were really excited. Um, it's always great to hear Harbaugh. He was asked specifically, I may have mentioned before, about the rap video. And he was saying how most of the time his reaction uh, when asked to do something is yes. You know, most of the time it's like, why not do something? And he said that most of the time it was received or people reacted to it positively and he actually said it was up mostly upset white people that didn't really care for it and responded negatively so i mean he is just 
he'll do it and really honestly he doesn't care but yeah with uh harbaugh he also mentioned uh the conversation came up on his thoughts about the hype around michigan you know is it too much this year what are your thoughts with the hype the way that he said it is dream big dream so big set your goals so high that people laugh at you uh and basically he was saying if people don't laugh at you then you're not setting your goals high enough i find that um an interesting take i different perspective than mine you guys have known if you've been listening that honestly i think that's a little knee-jerk reaction for people to be anticipating that Michigan is going to be winning the national championship. I mean, hey, all for it, go for it, cheer for it. I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but, uh, I mean, it's a second year of his coaching. Um, if anybody could do it, though, Harbaugh could with his staff, especially with the new uh, hire of Don Brown and people not knowing how he is going to utilize his electric and physical players on defense it could happen not saying that won't but i've shared my thoughts on that before but uh dreaming big dream so big set your goal so high that people laugh at you uh kind of going back and how i mentioned with that with uh tracy clays uh is saying that each year their goal is the big 10 title and honestly my uh first reaction the reaction kind of to that and then also um it wasn't lovey smith I think it was before Illinois maybe hired Lovey Smith that they mentioned, you know, that their goal was to win Big Ten title championships, something of that sort. Um, you know, it's just, especially with new coaches and new staff, it's just like get settled first, then focus. Like, uh, kind of like the, our reaction has been with Chris Ash at Rutgers and how there was the attack on Michigan. It's just like, dude, same thing goes for you. Get established, get work, get going in the right direction, then start talking Big Ten titles. But, I mean, from uh, Harbaugh's perspective, he respects that um, mindset of just setting high goals. So, I mean, he probably shows that uh, has some respect for Tracy Clay's setting their goal on the Big Ten title each year. So, uh, more power to him. Can't argue against it. Just my own opinion on that, but kind of interesting to see that. Um Different information kind of came up. One thing kind of interesting, out of the six past coaches for Michigan, uh, so we're going back to Bo, uh, all the way up to now Jim Harbaugh, only two of those coaches have had a first year of a, a winning record above 500, and then the year after they have actually improved their record. Only two coaches. And that was Bo Beckler and Coach Moeller. So it's kind of like waiting to see, because uh, Harbaugh started off hot. He's got 10 wins. If Harbaugh can be that third coach to improve the season. Uh, the other coach actually improved the season was, uh, of course, Richrod. I think it was three wins to five. So, but that's below 500. That's just, I mean, how can you not improve from three wins? from one year to the next when you have the players that are in Michigan. That's that's just bad. That's not worth mentioning. That's just like, uh, you know, flush it down the toilet. Don't want to think about that again. It's out of sight. Uh, past that stage. We're, we're past that. So it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to see because it has not been in the track record a lot of having that progression. But then again, like I said, 
Harbaugh is undoubtedly one of the best coaches in the game of football at the level of college, at the level of the pros. Does he have a national championship? No. But he just knows how to get it done. I mean, you saw what he did at San Francisco with the championship games he was at, reaching it to the Super Bowl and everything. He knows how to get it done. And we've kind of done our guesses and our um Estimated win totals and everything. I see him having a better year, uh, having more than 10 wins this year. So it'll be great and exciting to watch. So kind of a lot going on with the Big Ten Media Days this week. I mean, feel free to share your thoughts with us. Uh, Next week we don't really have a set topic or anything. But uh, share some thoughts. Call in if you want to the voicemail. We can share some some of uh, what you want to say. Because this week is going to be a lot about uh, Big Ten football. Lots of things coming up then. Nike Jumpman release, that's going to be next week, and so that's going to be something that we can probably discuss then if Craig decides to come back from vacation and actually do his job. But, yeah, so this, for me, has been week in, week out. We're at 55 episodes, but we uh, frequently we did two episodes a week during the season. So, man, yeah, I don't even – a lot. Anyways – but uh, the Michigan barbecue is going to be coming up. That is in a little while. We'll probably discuss that more, players going and things like that. Feel free to share your thoughts. So this is a little bit shorter of an episode because we don't have Craig the windbag on the other side sucking up the airtime. And extending this to be over an hour, like he always seems to do, is pushing the time. I'll always blame it on Craig. Everything is Craig's fault. Even if it's a technical error or an editing problem, which he has nothing to do with, I will blame Craig. Craig the windbag. Anyways, uh, yeah, now I'm just going to give him a nickname every time because uh, because I can edit it in there and he can't, he can't do anything about it. Especially when he's not here. Craig. But... <laughs> Anyways, a little bit shorter of an episode. Thanks for tuning in. Do want to do a little bit of recap, you know, bring bring up and talk again. Uh, Actually, kind of before I get into that, Craig and I have backgrounds in different stuff. Uh, In college, uh, I did some video work and everything. So I actually tried my hand at getting back into uh, some video work maybe. Uh, Man, I mean, since the last time I did it, I also working with different programs. So many things have changed. But I did a little bit of a hype video. Quality was turned out terrible in my opinion. Just like trying, there's so many settings in that stupid thing, you know, like the quality of this, the and then the quality of the video you can get. Anyways, did a hype video. Haven't put it out there really. I wasn't very thrilled with it. I mean, it came together, but the quality of video sucked really. I mean, if if you guys are really interested in checking out, I might put it out there if people say. I'm interested in seeing it. I don't know. I might tweet it. First and foremost, definitely going to say not the highest quality of work. Really liked how it came together, the music and everything with that, but just the image quality. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's something new. I wish I had more time with some kind of edits and different things like that. Uh, We'll kind of see how things roll because doing this on top of an already full-time job kind of sucks up its time 
So uh, that is happening. But like mentioned before, we do have the donate button on the website. Uh, any help is very much appreciated and will go to good use because it will go directly to equipment needs that we will need if we want to do anything on site. We're working with Rashawn Reeves. We've got some other things in the work that hopefully we might have some good announcements here in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, the equipment is not cheap. I have a little bit of money set aside for it, but I just kind of got to raise the money, like we were saying, around roughly $750. We'd love to be able to do that stuff this year. I mean, like we said, things are moving a little bit faster than we anticipated. So we're kind of rapidly reaching out and trying to grab equipment that we need and get this and figure out that and uh, get connected with this and a lot more happening in the first year than we anticipated. So, uh, but like we said, any help is much appreciated. You can check out there through PayPal, trusted source works great with them. So a little shout out to PayPal, I guess, right there, because I don't like handling other people's money for any reason. But anyways, so thanks for uh, tuning in. This has been the Blue Brother Sportscast. You can always find our website, bluebrothersportscast.com. Our episodes are there. We have some feed information. You can see some of our recent tweets. People mentioned the donate button there is there. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at Blue Bros underscore and then Caleb or at Blue Bros underscore Craig. Tweet it at, at us. Let us uh, know some of your thoughts and we'll sometimes share them on the show. Uh, greatest way to get um, your voice actually on the show is to call the voicemail 551-258-3276. That is 551-BLUE-BRO. Always, uh, I'm always a fan of... Uh, the voicemail because it's easy for me to drop that in the show and talk about it. You can always also email us, contact us at bluebrothersportscast.com. Yeah, you can find us uh, find us at those locations. Uh, you can also go ahead. Uh, we're on Eagle Eye Radio, the voice of Michigan sports. Uh, we're on there. It's uh, radio streaming all day. You'll find Blueprint episodes on there. You'll find our episodes on there as well as some other uh, Michigan material and things like that. I was expanding. If you know anybody who does other podcasts, work and everything, check it out. You can contact Rashawn Reeves for information on that. Also, uh, another shout out for uh, our other Twitter account, actually the Blue Network Twitter account at UM Blue Network. That will share information from the different shows as well as the different people associated with Blue Network and giving information out on a regular basis. So check those out. We always appreciate our listeners. Wolverine Nation is the best. Nobody's got a better fan base than we do. Uh, you guys are awesome. Great. We appreciate it. We thank you for tuning in this week. We hope you all have a good rest of the week. And as always, go blue.